one thing that caught my eye is that you are a big supporter of Arsenal. Ay yeah yeah. Now the coincidence you are a proud one eh? The coincidence is I'm a big Chelsea supporter. Okay. Yes. And you Na- got you got very lucky Jersey uh, with that uh, wrong call of uh, uh-huh. penalty. Now, in fact, <laughs> I was I was about to ask who got like is it me or was it you? Of course you. I was on got like we shall have to revisit this. We love to revisit. Yeah. Love to revisit, revisit that one. Yeah. You're listening to Blue Radio. Bringing the vibe. Anyone locking in right about now? Thank you very much for choosing us this morning. We understand man you could be anywhere in the world, but you have chosen to be with us this morning. Asante tena sana na karibu. Now the moment of truth, the moment we all have been waiting for is uh with us right here i'm talking about my guest this morning mr said of course from hazina microfinance good morning good morning asante sana for making the time and joining us uh this morning thank you now i was reading uh, your bio and one thing that caught my eye <laughs> is that you are a big supporter of arsenal <laughs> Ay, yeah yeah now the coincidence <laughs> you're a proud one eh? the coincidence is i'm a big chelsea supporter okay yes and you Na- got you got very lucky juicy uh, mm-hmm. with that uh, wrong call of uh, uh-huh. penalty now in fact <laughs> i was i was about to ask who got like is it me or was it you of course you i was on who got like <laughs> we shall have to revisit this we love to revisit yeah? love to revisit, revisit that one yeah, that was a wrong call it was a wrong call yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right But all right <laughs> Mambo ni kama hayo ya. At least everyone got a point. At least everyone yeah, at least everyone got something <laughs> at the end of the day. Sawa sawa. Inakuwa nzuri tena sana. So when you're looking in karibu sana. I want us to start off on a high note, uh, Mr. Said. Uh, so yesterday there was an article breaking uh, breaking the internet uh, yesterday from the Business Daily yeah. and it, it was saying that Tanzania yes. our neighbors right now are uh, are appearing, eh? let me use the word appearing. Are appearing to be a lucrative um venture or a destination when it comes to investment yeah. now this is a study done by uh, a firm uh, ranking of course some of the best countries in africa we had south africa leading we had nigeria coming at number two then tanzania number three kenya and ghana tying at number four my question this morning you know as someone who has been in the business world for so many years what are we getting wrong and how can we of course uh, dig ourselves out of this uh, hole Okay uh, <clears throat> well if you talk on the national perspective yes i think uh, one crucial element is um, uh, do we have the right policies okay yeah uh, when you when you have the right policies in government then definitely you attract investments in your country mm-hmm. and uh, when you attracting investments in your country it means more job opportunities it means more revenue collection because these businesses pay tax mm-hmm. And uh, I think we need to look at uh, our our policies, our uh, taxation issues. Right now, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, there's a lot happening at the same time. I'm not saying yeah. taxation is bad, mm-hmm. but I think um, implementing everything at the same time mm-hmm. is hurting businesses. Okay. And as you can see, a number of businesses are closing down. For sure. And uh, that's that's really bad for the economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure when you look at the figures uh, from uh, KRA they're not hitting their targets <laughs> actually in fact guys have become more scared people are now mm-hmm. jumping ship of course right oh, now yeah course, yeah so you see people are looking at now our neighboring countries because mm-hmm. um, they have much favorable uh, policies okay yeah? 
well if you talk of VAT I know Tanzania is at 18% mm-hmm. and uh, that is what we are fighting to go there mm-hmm. uh, but uh, if you look at the other elements the yeah. taxation is not just VAT yeah yeah but uh, we want to implement everything at the same time mm-hmm. which uh, I don't think it will work all right so of course uh, I also want to draw your attention uh, to You know this is the actually I woke up to this news in the morning and I was yeah, just yeah. blown away. Uh Kenya shilling yes. uh retailing right now at 150 against the dollar. Yes. Now we are talking when you talk about investments. When you talk about our shilling weakening. Yeah. How will this affect of course now future uh future investors and already guys who are already in the country uh, already. Um well the 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 Kenya shilling against the dollar I think um this is uh, more of a, on external factors okay because yeah? uh, um, if you look at uh, what is happening in the in the US and uh, Ukraine and all that it's really yeah. affecting the the dollar circulation mm-hmm. and uh, that's why uh, our 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 rate is actually high mm-hmm. yeah but uh, yeah uh, as i said if if we have better policies mm-hmm. Uh, definitely our economy will get better and even the the shilling will also improve all right because uh, uh, what is happening mm-hmm. is uh, our our shilling is weakening uh, day by day if you compare it to the dollar mm-hmm. yeah and businesses are being affected big time big mm-hmm. time because if you look at uh, a business that is paying in uh, USD you don't just calculate on the 150 because they are bank charges and yeah. other forex charges So you might find uh, a business paying 157 158 per dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's quite interesting. Thank you for the insights. Yeah. Now I want us to get into um uh, the breadth of things why we have you this morning you. with us um I want to start I want to start off with the background, yeah. Yes. So of course I understand uh, you have you have your MBA. You studied uh Let me let me to strategic be, management. Yes, today. <laughs> what is the, what, You know when you read unajua tumeweza tu tusome tukisoma and then we get the gist of things. What does that mean, you know? Can you uh, break it down for us this morning okay, okay. Uh, so that at least our listeners can get to understand uh, what is it and why is it so important? Oh, all right. Yeah, so my my first degree is actually uh, software engineering with multimedia. It was uh, two degrees in one. Okay. That I did in Malaysia. Okay. And um maybe I'll start from why I went for that, yeah. I am somebody who doesn't like reading. <laughs> And this started way back when I was young. Okay. I uh, never liked reading. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm somebody who always enjoyed practical stuff. Mm-hmm. So when when I finished my high school and uh looking at what to do so <clears throat> i i got some there, there was an exhibition I yeah. remember at uh, royal court hotel mm-hmm. there was some uh, malaysian university that uh, came and uh, when i went to check on the different courses they offer uh, there was something like computer science it mm-hmm. i told them listen i don't like reading <laughs> What can I do? <laughs> so, uh one one university uh, that happened to have a Kenyan marketer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually they are, they are, I think their head of marketing was a Kenyan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me, uh, let me let me show you a course that will really uh, work for you. 
So he showed me software engineering with multimedia. Uh-huh. Asked, what is it what is it yeah why is it unique uh, so yeah it was about uh, creating software programs creating animations and and all that so it got really exciting <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah i took all the documents and i went home i said uh, this is the course i want to do mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i think i'm very happy that my family supported me mm-hmm. uh, especially my siblings and they supported me to go to Malaysia to learn. Mm-hmm. So uh, in Malaysia, I was learning at the same time doing some side things. Yeah. Uh, when I was about to graduate, I landed an internship with uh, one software company. So I, I got more exposure on uh, how to run businesses. And then I came back to Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also very lucky. I got into a commercial bank. Mm-hmm. So I worked in a commercial bank uh, for 3 4 years then uh, I started now it's time to to do my own thing mm-hmm. and um, you know in business you you may have the technical expertise but then you need to know how to run and manage a business yeah. mm-hmm. so then I wanted now to understand business fully and uh, I got back to university to enroll for an MBA program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so MBA has different uh modules and okay. uh, different channels. So there is MBA in finance, MBA mm-hmm. in ICT, MBA in strategic management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so strategic management is all about managing your business strategically. Yeah, mm-hmm. you learn about a lot of things. Talk about uh, how to create a business strategy, talk about finance, it's also part of it. Talk about project management and all that. So yeah so strategic management has a lot of things. All right all right. <laughs> Thank you for the brief insight. Now anyone looking in right about now pardon me. At 12 past 9 a.m. in Akonzuri tena sana this is man like Kipto. And of course man I'm chopping it up this morning with Mr. Said uh from Hazina Microfinance. I want us to go on a short musical break and then when we come back now about us to get into the breath of things some of you listening in are entrepreneurs guys who are of officially thinking about starting their own businesses so of course men what kind of uh, knowledge what kind of insights would you require as you venture into this new field well this is the information that is waiting for you on the and alone i am not in the in the cockpit i am of course with mr saeed ceo of hazina microfinance now um i want us to to get into this whole conversation yeah. what was the inspiration of course of starting hazina you know and uh, what is this mission in um, specifically in the coastal region yeah i want us to start uh, from there as we go broader all right <clears throat> good good question uh, well hazina is a microfinance institution and um, if i take you back to where we started we started in the village of uh, Takaungu in Kilifi County. Okay. Uh, they always say mcheza kwa utuzwa. Yeah, so I, I decided to go back home and start a venture that would help uh, my people. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in Takaungu. I was born here in Mombasa mm-hmm. and then uh, we moved to Takaungu when I was two years old. Okay. And um, I could see uh, how people were surviving there uh, i saw women chamas then when i was very young mm-hmm. and uh, growing up i got to understand uh, what was really happening and um, 
there were a lot of people who were uh, languishing in poverty, especially women. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are people that uh, they, they used to go fetch firewood and then uh, they would give the money to their to their spouses to go drink mnazi so that is um, something that is not fair yeah so um, when i decided uh, i want to start something uh, i i still went back there and i did uh, a research as well on uh, is it possible to work out uh, a particular idea which could incorporate technology so coming from a tech background then because i started in 2011 yeah uh, coming from a tech background i wanted to introduce plastic money uh, to promote financial inclusion mm-hmm. but then i realized from the research that the people there lacked the basic uh, need and uh, they were chamas yes but they were largely ignored by uh, institutions yeah uh, people were looking at they were too risky mm-hmm. yeah so said so it, uh, it's high time i start something so we started hazina mm-hmm. uh, list to promote the people who are at the very bottom of the pyramid uh, afford least mm-hmm. two three meals in a day yeah and uh, that is how we started and uh, i'm glad that we have helped quite a number of families uh, from kilifi because mm-hmm. now we we grew from our first office at uh, kibaoni takaungu village mm-hmm. then we crossed the ferry and <laughs> opened the second office in likoni as we were getting calls when we were operating from kibaoni mm-hmm. we were getting calls uh, from people in mombasa trusky about hazina mlini mnakuja mnakuja kwa yetu ya so then likoni became my second market mm-hmm. yeah so we opened in likoni and uh, <clears throat> that is how we grew and i'm glad right now we are in uh, six areas we wow are, amazing yes mm-hmm. uh, we in kilifi mm-hmm. uh, we have grown so we've moved from kibaoni to kilifi town mm-hmm. uh, we are in uh, likoni here in mombasa, mombasa town and uh, we are in msambweni malindi mariakani mm-hmm. yeah so oh. yes uh, i think uh, we 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 are making we're making strides yeah making strides yes yeah, so and that's I'm that's interesting yeah and that's yes, uh, yes. that's what progress really looks uh, looks like yeah. now with a with a background in uh, software engineering and of course um, having an mba like you said in yeah. strategic management yes how of these you know skills uh, come into play uh, in uh, in the hazina microfinance and how have you, you know uh, enabled these skills gathered over time to boost the growth of the business yeah so as i said you you may have the technical expertise but then you need uh, the know-how on how to run a business and i'm going to talk about hazina accelerator because that is what we're trying to do mm-hmm. we are helping businesses uh, know how to Uh, oh, we are helping entrepreneurs know how to manage their businesses mm-hmm. so uh, <clears throat> having a skill set of both the technical side and the management side it helps you uh, formulate the right strategies it helps you know how to keep your business records it helps you know how to uh, just manage your team well because 
a business will ne- is never a business if it doesn't have the right people <laughs> on the side yeah so it helps you uh, to identify the right talent and how to maintain that talent mm-hmm. yeah so all right i'm loving it inakuwa nzuri tena sana so of course uh, 20 past uh, nine in the am going to be hitting you with this one by diamond coffee olamide and then when you come back what else we get into now hazina accelerator what is it about and how of course as a young person can you be part and parcel of this particular accelerator you're chopping it up with man like ipto alongside uh, hazina microfinance as uh, pardon me ceo mr said in the building now for anyone looking in right about now I want to get into uh, that conversation about the hazina accelerator now i want us to start nice and easy unajua kuna mwingine ajui accelerator ni nini tuanze kwanza na hapa sio inakuwa nzuri tena sana can you debunk for us what is an accelerator an accelerator program yeah Uh, quite interesting yes so for those who are starting uh, businesses uh, or they are getting into entrepreneurship yes there's a difference between being in business and being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. yeah. what is the i hala <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll define that by giving an example okay let's say you are in the business of uh, selling mangoes mm-hmm. yeah Uh, unanunua maembe either kutoka kwa mkulima uh-huh. alafu unapeleka sokoni unauza alafu another one is in the business of getting the same mangoes uh-huh. from mkulima and then uh, producing healthy juice or smoothies uh-huh. and packaging them nicely <laughs> and selling them uh, who do you think is in business and who is an entrepreneur The second one I... <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> because uh, i mean i think uh, i'm a convert uh, that product into yeah. something uh, more valuable exactly. and will demand like it to raise more money yes yes yeah mm-hmm. so the reward is entrepreneurship has more money than just being in business yeah mm-hmm. but uh, you're looking at uh, what is the need or what is the problem in in your market that you're trying to solve yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. so for those who are getting into entrepreneurship yeah uh they they there are two sides okay there is first the incubation stage mm-hmm. and then the acceleration stage okay so incubation is uh, when you have an idea let's say a rough idea mm-hmm. uh but you don't know how to actualize that particular idea mm-hmm. yeah so you get into an incubator uh, where they can help you now validate that particular idea how then do you do a market research to see if your idea has enough market mm-hmm. yeah or it's just a problem that exists within, within you, you only, only yeah. and no one else has that problem mm-hmm. so they help you refine that idea and then uh, in the end some incubators give uh, grants some give soft loans Mm-hmm. Uh, some just give you uh, in-kind support like mm-hmm. uh, they help you do a market research and all that yeah but now there are those who get now past that stage yeah mm-hmm. they want now to scale up they have already tested the market they have a product mm-hmm. that is sellable uh, they, they can come to blue radio and actually offer a solution mm-hmm. now they want to accelerate that particular idea or that particular business mm-hmm. so they get into accelerator programs mm-hmm. yeah so accelerator programs they help you now scale up mm-hmm. yeah either finding more market for your product or service or even uh, develop that product further mm-hmm. so that it can sell more mm-hmm. yeah 
like uh, the business of juice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh-huh. so that is uh, that is that is what an accelerator is yeah yes um mombasa is uh, by far the second largest uh, city in yes. the country yeah. and of course uh, when you talk about investments um most of the time when you when you think about mombasa we think about only tourism you know people don't don't uh, try to broaden their thinking yes but uh the, the market and the environment is quite friendly when it comes to businesses now how is uh, hazina you know making sure that those who have ideas who have come up with a solution you know can get uh, from this stage from one from one stage of you know incubating and moving now to this first stage of our uh, acceleration acceleration yeah so uh, those who have passed through uh, incubation they they have an advantage okay. because they they've validated their concept yeah and you'll find that uh, majority of them don't uh, fail and the chances of them failing is very minimal because they've already validated that concept yeah mm-hmm. and now when they come to the accelerator program it's it's an easy ride for them it's just to scale up yeah so mm-hmm. let's talk about um, what we do at Hazin Accelerator yeah so Hazin Accelerator we are looking at uh, startup businesses that have already started generating revenues mm-hmm. or they have uh, a minimum viable product with very high potential to sell mm-hmm. yeah they could yeah. have built that product during the incubation stage but they haven't really gone to the market <laughs> so uh, we support such startups where they now come into the program they get trained on how to grow or manage that business yeah so our our training is intense uh, we start from uh, building a business model because uh, you could be in business but you don't know what your business model is what your yeah. business model is or you don't even know how you can scale up that particular model mm-hmm. so we start from that uh, size or level we help you build your business model and then we grow with you we come to building the right talent or team mm-hmm. uh, putting systems in place uh, understanding accounting understanding matters taxation Mm-hmm. Right now a number of small businesses <laughs> uh, are getting it rough because yeah. uh, we have KRA agents visiting small businesses mm-hmm. and uh, asking for records when they don't even have records. Yeah. yeah? See the, uh, those agents from KRA would be asking you for records from 2017 and yet you isn't at all get all these records. Yeah. Yeah, so we help uh, small businesses or startup businesses mm-hmm. uh, at least uh, be able to know how to keep their business records we've seen a very big uh, gap when it comes to record keeping mm-hmm. we have uh, people who are doing really good business mm-hmm. but, but uh, zero <laughs> record to show yeah uh, <laughs> even when you ask them uh, what is the value of your business they can't really respond mm-hmm. because they don't know they don't yeah. know yeah oh uh, if you look at the founder who's a full time uh employing the business mm-hmm. uh the founder doesn't get paid is <laughs> <laughs> yeah? waiting for for profits uh for the, for them to to, to share. get yeah, to yeah, share, yeah yeah so you see when you're building a business uh, you need mm-hmm. to have the structures in place you you as a founder or a shareholder mm-hmm. is different from you as an employee for sure so you're putting in your time you're putting in your resources uh, resources or <clears throat> even the expertise 
So you need to pay yourself a salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And uh, when you have your records in order, then you'll be able to then uh, know this is my salary, this is my profit. And uh, uh, matters taxation, mm-hmm. you'll never have problems with care. For sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, is, there is a question I really mean to ask. Mm-hmm. Many businesses... Um, a business could offer a service, it mm. could offer a product, yeah. but at the end of the day, uh, there is price. You yes. know, uh, a customer has to pay the price. Yes, yes, yes. How should um, a person, you know, or an individual having a business mm. approach this price situation? Because I could be in business, I could mm. be offering a product. Yep. You know, uh, the, the, the market responds very well to my product. And uh, it could be because my price is quite low. Mm-hmm. Or it could be I'm not getting customers because my price is way too high. How as um, <coughs> how do you train you know these entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to understand getting the right price exactly exactly. All right, uh, pricing is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Even big companies uh, are still struggling to get the right pricing for their products or services. So uh, how you'd be able to minimize uh, that mm-hmm. is first understanding your market. Okay. Yeah? You need to know uh, which market you're serving. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, you also need to know the alternatives or the competition in that particular market. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, you are in the business of um, uh, frying chips fries mm-hmm. yeah uh, understand your market yeah? okay you, you may not have the same pricing in a, a place like uh, utange mm-hmm. uh, compared to town yeah or, or even in nairobi mm-hmm. yeah the the market in town is quite different quite different yeah and uh, even the cost of doing business mm-hmm. in town it's more costlier than in utange yeah so uh, understand your market number one mm-hmm. and then uh, do a research yeah on the competitors and talk to the customers directly mm-hmm. uh, before you even set your pricing mm-hmm. uh, try to engage the customers understand uh, what is their feel about uh, a particular solution or a particular service. Mm-hmm. And how much are they willing to pay for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And then now come back to the drawing board and do the mathematics. If I, I implement this kind of pricing, will I be able to meet my costs? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Will I be able to get a return out of this because you you're you're doing business but you're not doing for charity yeah (laughs) you you want to you want to gain yeah you have to gain something yeah so you have to know your costs Mm -hmm. yeah uh still we're getting back to record keeping Mm -hmm. if you don't keep your records you'll never know uh the cost that you're incurring Mm -hmm. Uh, at the end of the day they don't understand understand, what they have paid for yeah so if you know your costs Mm -hmm. uh you then you try to calculate uh am i going to price it uh higher than my competitors or lower mm-hmm. uh if it's higher then you must have uh, a value that you are giving mm-hmm. yeah you can price your products or services higher than your competition mm-hmm. and then you find people coming to you are not going to the competitors why because there is something your competitors are not doing, not doing that yeah. you're doing so you uh-huh. really have to understand that competition yeah. Wow. You have to understand. You don't uh-huh. fear competition. 
Competition is health in business. For sure. Yeah. You have to rise above it. <laughs> of course. I love it. Inakuwa nzuri tena sana. 35 zina katika ndani ya satatu. And uh, this is the business speech this morning with Hazina, a microfinance CEO. Let me tell you men wisdom all around. And yes, we're going to be talking about how to onboard. Are you a business person? Yes, you have heard about this and you are very interested and passionate about this. How can you go about the same? Well, stick around when we come back, we'll be letting you find out. Now, have you heard about the Hazina uh, accelerator? Well, uh, right about now I want to bring you in the know how you can onboard yourself. Kindly bring us in the know. All right. Yeah, so Hazina Accelerator, uh, as I've already spoken about it, we are helping entrepreneurs. And uh, it's open to entrepreneurs all over Kenya, all the 47 uh, counties in Kenya. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. us being uh, based here in Coast, we do highly recommend mm-hmm. startups in the coastal region to participate in this program. Yeah. So to participate is quite simple. Uh, you go to our website hazinaaccelerator.com mm-hmm. and uh, there's a button at the right hand side of the page uh, apply now. Mm-hmm. So just click on it. Application is open up to 30th of November. And uh, there is a, a simple form. Uh, I think it's in four sections mm-hmm. and uh, the form will actually help you build on your business case yeah so mm-hmm. it's a very competitive process uh, we have so many startups applying like uh, in the last cohort we had 269 applications Two. <laughs> 269 applications so it's uh, always a rough time for the panel to choose, to choose which yeah. startups proceed to the next level mm-hmm. so uh, i want to advise uh, whoever is listening If you are doing that application mm-hmm. please ensure that your application stand out mm-hmm. yeah uh, don't just feel for the sake of uh, just the feeling, sake of a, feeling simple, yeah. a simple form what you feel there will matter whether you are proceeding to the next level or not, or not yeah. so it's it's a form that helps you build on your business case and make it stand out yeah mm-hmm. like there's a question on value proposition mm-hmm. value proposition is what value are you adding to the customer yeah why a customer should come to you and not to another person or your competitor yeah mm-hmm. a number of people get it wrong yeah mm-hmm. they 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 list what they do Mm-hmm. Uh, their products and services no give us the value proposition we really want to understand what is that unique uh, thing that you're doing uh, that, yeah. that will make somebody come to you and not to your to your mm-hmm. competitors so mm-hmm. uh, once the application uh, window has uh, closed on the 15th December mm-hmm. uh, this year we will uh, select a hundred startups that will go Uh, to the next level mm-hmm. which is now the academy yeah so this time we're doing it differently because previously okay. we've had uh, a small group attending a physical uh, boot camp uh, down here in coast mm-hmm. uh, this time because we have been challenged by our partners uh, why are you leaving a very big uh, group out there yeah like 269 <laughs> imagine 269 applicants yeah. and you only get to pick 10 <laughs> by the way a whole a whole bunch is left yes, out yeah. yes, yes. so this time uh, uh-huh. we are going to work with 100 uh, 
for the academy. So mm-hmm. the academy will be a virtual three months training. Mm-hmm. So three months of intense training. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where people will get to and uh, learn the different aspects of growing a business, as I had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And then now the 100 are going to be uh, sieved uh, to, to remain with 25. Mm-hmm. So this 25 will attend a one-week uh, boot camp. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Before the sieving, because mm-hmm. after the three months training, we'll have eight weeks uh, mentorship session uh, every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mentorship will help them build on their pitch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they will then pitch their business. The hundred businesses will pitch, mm-hmm. and we are going to select twenty-five from the hundred. From the hundred, yeah. With the twenty-five will attend a physical uh, boot camp for one week here in Mombasa, mm-hmm. and the last day, because uh, it will be a, a workshop of Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. and on Saturday. We are going to have a graduation ceremony mm-hmm. where they will also pitch, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we will we'll gauge them based on their participation in, throughout the program, their business plans. Because by that time we'll have learned their business plans, and mm-hmm. we'll have helped them develop that business plan as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are going to pick top three mm-hmm. from uh, the twenty-five, the twenty-five, yeah, yeah, who are going to access seed capital. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this process seems very I this process is <laughs> it's competitive. Quite, it's, yeah, uh, competitive, intense. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've just come on board. Yes. I don't know anything yes. about businesses. Yes. Yeah. I've just talked I've talked to a group of my friends. I've seen this thing uh, called Hazina uh, accelerator, accelerator yes. and I'm very excited. I've mm-hmm. just completed uni and I'm like I want to get in there. What what tips can you offer this person you know so that you know uh, maybe you know uh, starting their own enterprise starting their own business mm. is something they really would love to do yeah. you know so yeah so if if you are not in business you 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 just aspire to be in business yeah first we'll send you to an incubator okay yeah uh, remember i told you uh, incubation yeah. is where you start you start uh, off, refining yeah. your idea and then uh, validating if there is enough market for it or not so we'll If you haven't uh, done anything, mm-hmm. you have not even built a, a, a minimum viable product that will sell, mm-hmm. will send you to an incubator. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad we have partners on board uh, mm-hmm. who are running incubator programs. Yeah, And uh, w- we will connect you to uh, a partner mm-hmm. uh, who will first take you through the initial steps mm-hmm. then before you join the accelerator program. Uh, my question uh, the other question i have is this is not something we have seen happening uh, i would say for, for personally for myself uh, i've started uh, I've, i've engaged with it or i've seen it uh, more recently it is something that wasn't there in the past you know businesses just uh, someone who just wake up you know i need to make some extra money i need <laughs> i need to just find a way of creating school fees what not <laughs> you know it was not something yeah. we had before yes. why why did you you know sit down and you know decide that there, there is this gap mm. i want to get into this space and i want to offer this particular solution yeah yeah so uh, still initially people were in business mm-hmm. but they were not entrepreneurs mm-hmm. yeah so we are building entrepreneurs Okay. Yeah? Uh look at the big figures around. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh talk of Elon Musk. Yeah. 
you think Elon Musk is a business person <laughs> or an entrepreneur? Yeah. He is an entrepreneur. He's building solutions. Yeah. yeah? And uh, we are building entrepreneurs as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, entrepreneurship came recently. Yeah. People yeah. who are doing business and now they want to develop solutions that will help address the different problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's an opportunity especially uh, in our area because if you look at Nairobi for example yeah. there are so many accelerator programs so many accelerator programs and people are hoping from one accelerator to, to another the, yeah. and uh, they are raising a lot of money yeah because uh, every uh, accelerator is unique they are mm. looking at different uh, goals and objectives they have different set of investors who work with 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 the accelerator programs and every investor wants to invest in good business yeah there are those impact investors who are looking at are you creating an impact uh, and they would invest in your business if you're creating an impact there are mm-hmm. those investors who would simply look at how much money you're making and uh, if you're making good money yes so they, they would come on board yes, yeah. i'm sure you've watched uh, shark tanker uh, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> many times yes so you see the, the sharks have different uh, yeah. goals huh? yeah so, for sure yes. so there is there is a gap and the, uh, we we are glad that we are making this happen and mm-hmm. uh, I, i am uh, calling on any partner who uh, wants to build the ecosystem especially in the coastal region mm-hmm. to come on board and partner with us and we'll be able to to support our entrepreneurs all right yeah. now before we go on our, on our short uh, musical break uh, mm-hmm. as we approach uh, that uh, final uh, segment yeah these programs uh, when we say you're getting guys to go for like three to four months you know learning something it means first and foremost you are changing the way they perceive a exactly. business yes. and the way they approach Uh, this particular you know uh, business and investment they're doing do you have uh, per se a program you know or uh, a program that you know it's a uh, step by step we're going to be doing you know this and this yes. we're going to tackle uh, bookkeeping let me let me say we're going to tackle bookkeeping in the first week do you have such a lineup yes 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 uh, for for those who are getting into the accelerator program yes it's a three month uh, training with a fully developed curriculum Okay. And uh, a program that tells you this week we are starting with this and this is what you're going to learn. So the first session uh, when when we're starting the academy is to take the entrepreneurs through the entire three months training mm-hmm. and what is expected of them. Yeah. So that they they, they are fully aware mm-hmm. of what they're supposed to do and we take our trainings very seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you don't attend trainings it means uh, you are not fit to go to the next <laughs> level yeah. so the top three will not just uh-huh. uh, come magically from, appear will yeah. not just come from the pitching mm-hmm. but they will come from uh, their their score right from the beginning of the program yeah how serious were you in attending uh, our training submission of assignments there are going to be assignments as well mm-hmm. yeah just like in school Mm-hmm. So they we are going to look at all that for us to be able to pick mm-hmm. uh, the winners. Yeah. All right. So of course um we are going to be winding things up right about now and yes man as you heard it uh, from the man himself Hazina Microfinance will be launching an accelerator program 
aimed at equipping of course uh, not only businesses uh, but entrepreneurs with the necessary skills to leverage and uh, break into the next phase of the industry na kwa nzuri tena sana now uh, before before we finalize yeah we've seen the the, the government launching uh, business parks uh, in your approach you know in educating these young minds do you like uh, have have that broader vision where they can tap into you know let's say these new emerging markets you know for example now uh, the the markets launched by the government and then now we are seeing uh, the digital space coming coming up you know uh, as a new frontier in business do you have a course or a program that you know will tap into this particular field uh yes so apart from the accelerator we run other training programs other workshops just to sensitize uh business people yeah on on the different opportunities and markets that are there and uh how to approach such opportunities yeah so we do we do have different programs and uh they are they are always advertised on our socials mm-hmm. yeah and uh, our network yeah so we we do uh, encourage everybody to mm-hmm. follow us on our social media pages mm-hmm. and uh, these programs will be always listed on the socials when it's happening or whatever opportunity that is there mm-hmm. will always be published all right yeah. all right i believe a couple of weeks ago you attended the pwan innovation week yes you are I present know. yeah yes, how do such platforms you know uh, bridge the gap between uh, equipping young guys uh, with the knowledge and the platforms you know to uh, break even into the industry why is it important to have such platforms yeah. well the platforms are very helpful Mm-hmm. Uh there was Pwani Innovation Week just the other day there was Eldoret Innovation Week mm-hmm. I think it ended was it last week or last week but one I think last week but one yeah e- yeah so these are platforms where um young people get to hear from the industry experts yeah so they get to learn uh, a lot of things from 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 these initiatives or from these uh platforms because information is power yeah When you have the information you are powerful. So Pwani Innovation Week and the other innovation weeks they provide you with that information that you need to 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 grow, yeah. Even when you are jobless, mm-hmm. uh, you can you can go listen and know how to get into business. I think Pwani Innovation Week there was uh, a jobs clinic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which which connected job seekers and uh uh employers yeah so they are very helpful platforms first they give you the information and then they give you the right networks because the people who attend such innovation weeks they are people connected or they are people already uh doing things to support young people yeah like mm-hmm. you have investors there you have mentors there so when you attend a, such a platform mm-hmm. uh then you are assured of connecting to a mentor or even an investor or just a friend yeah uh, <laughs> we we say your network is your net worth for sure so people should go out there and i wish we could have more innovation weeks mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, during the pwani innovation week there was one speaker who said i wish we could be doing this more often mm-hmm. and not just once in a once year because yeah. they're very helpful Yeah so people get to learn connect and grow 
Alright, alright. Inakuwa nzuri tena sana. I want us uh, to wrap up as we wrap up um, what is that one message you like to leave uh, our listeners with? Of course, bear in mind uh, with your many years in finance, your many years in business and of course a little bit tinkering in a uh, in micro or in uh, in software development. How can this uh, particular knowledge be helpful to these young people venturing into the business world? Yeah, so uh still knowledge is power uh never stop seeking knowledge yeah we we always learn uh, we we don't stop learning mm-hmm. learning at majata waze those who are, they have degrees and phd's there's still something that they don't know and they will need to learn yeah so learning never stops uh don't think that uh, you've grown old uh and you can stop learning it never stops yeah now for those who are in business uh building a business is not easy it takes a lot of dedication uh commitment and uh persistence yeah and uh maybe just to share a few tips just a few tips to those who are in business and they are struggling yeah first is uh, you have to identify uh, or you have to know the market that you're working with yeah and ensure that you have the right market yeah because mm-hmm. um, you you may be uh doing something but then it doesn't work out yeah so nothing stops you from uh looking at a different market yeah or you need to then sit down and see how to better uh your solution in that particular market so number one is um, you you need to ensure that you you operate in the right market Yeah. and then you have the right people on your side yeah <laughs> people people very very people, important yes uh they are very important yeah mm-hmm. not just uh, employees but even suppliers even uh, partners you have to ensure that you have the right people mm-hmm. on your side yeah and then you you need to get your financing right yeah because mm-hmm. um, uh financing is key mm-hmm. yeah if you want to scale up uh you can't start a business without uh without any capital uh, mm-hmm. I've, i've been asked this question and uh, i've started <laughs> I've, i've started a series on tiktok uh-huh. uh whereby I, i want to share my insights with with people mm-hmm. yeah and uh last week i did eight sources of funding mm-hmm. yeah and i got a question uh, immediately after that uh how can i start a business without capital <laughs> so i'm not going to mention it here but my uh-huh. next uh topic will yeah. be uh how can we start a business without capital okay yeah? but to scale up that particular business you mm-hmm. need the right funding mm-hmm. yeah um so get the right funding mm-hmm. and also uh iron out the technicalities very important because this is where most people get off guard mm-hmm. technicalities is keeping your books uh in order uh ensuring that you comply with the regulations mm-hmm. yeah so a number of people don't see the need of even registering their businesses and uh getting their tax pin uh registered and just having uh books of account work with experts Mm-hmm. yeah work with mentors uh, let them guide you on how you can uh, iron out these technicalities so that you operate on uh, a legal uh, fair ground yeah so that there is no point that you'll be disadvantaged yeah mm-hmm. 
you'll be making a lot of money and then the taxman slaps yeah. you with a heavy uh, fine or penalty and you don't know where to start yeah, so you sure. end up closing your business so if if you have your records straight uh, right from the beginning and uh, you have everything in order let's say you your business is registered you have a, a bank account for your business uh, most yeah. people mix their personal and their, uh, yeah. account and their business account so uh, have uh, an account for your business finances only an account that you can produce a statement and actually be able to pick point the different uh, transactions in that particular statement so your module kwenda ukapeleka girlfriend out nyingine ukalipa supply in the same statement no learn how to separate so once you have the technicalities uh, ironed out mm-hmm. and then uh, ensure that you also have a plan and you stay on on your on your goals as well yeah so uh, a business plan is not just a document that you keep on the shelf mm-hmm. a business plan is a, a document that should help you grow your business and i'm and i'm saying uh, you as the founder or you as the owner you as the vision bearer mm-hmm. you should do your own business plan yeah mm-hmm. a number of people hire others to do their to business to do the plan. business for them no that, that that is not the right thing to do the right thing to do is if you don't know how to do a business plan get somebody Mm-hmm. to coach you to advise you on what to have but mm-hmm. then be the center uh, point in developing that business plan because it's your vision yeah. you know what you want in your business you know where you want to take your business yeah For sure. so uh, get your hands dirty mm-hmm. and do that business plan and stick to it yeah because mm-hmm. uh, it is not just a, a, a document for decoration stick to it it's a document that you'll share with external people investors and all that mm-hmm. so make sure you stick to it you monitor your performance and you you always adjust the business plan accordingly yeah so yeah. i think uh, those will be my tips for the day all right all right inakuwa nzuri sana thank you very much for making the time Uh, I have learned a lot and I believe our listeners also have learned a lot this morning. So of course if you've missed out remember you can catch the repeat live and direct via our YouTube page and always main catch the repeat as always as a podcast on Spotify at Blue Radio Kenya so that you can never miss anything and of course be in the know with every tiny and every little detail. Inakuwa nzuri tena sana. Four minutes past uh, 10 in the AM we're going to be hitting the musical streets one more time in Akwanzuri tena sana You're listening to Blue Radio bringing the vibe